Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Wrong and wronger, you are here live, live with me, Dr. Steve, Steve Olivas, and my co-host, a guy who can spell concise but can't possibly live it, James, the big one, the exploding unicorn break whale. Hey, James, how you doing today? I, I would just like to correct the record. I also cannot spell concise. <laughs> An English major who can't spell concise, that sort of... That really encapsulates James Breakwell right there in one sentence. It's a college degree, not a not a spelling bee. It is yeah, a life check. choice that you made. <laughs> <laughs> but how you doing today? We're uh, shaking off the cobwebs and getting back in the saddle. You know, you know, I'm I, I'm doing good. I've I've been here for a full hour before you were. I woke up at the crack <laughs> of dawn before the roosters and rolled down here to the Steve Olivas Turtle Time Studios. And where were you? And I called. I was like, Steve, what's going on? You know, you were like, I, I show up when I want to show up. An hour later, you roll in. I was I was in underpants and had a cup of coffee that was still empty in my hands. My hair was a brown nimbus around my head. Can we, can we have one podcast, just yeah. one podcast, where you don't mention yourself being in your underwear? Is that possible <laughs> for that? I'm just telling you like it is. I, I can't help the state of my condition when we're talking. Take some of the reality out of reality podcast here. <laughs> Leave something to the imagination because this this is why nobody listens to this podcast right here. They make it to the underwear segment and they just click stop. Someday we'll have to argue about the utility of underpants. Uh, no, we are not going to argue about that. It's settled science. It will not be discussed. Well, speaking of topics, what are we going to cover today, my friend? We are going to cover cats versus dogs. Which is better? We're going to settle the debate. Oh, man. And there is only one correct answer on this question. I, I've got the coin today. I know last week you had the coin. This week I've got the coin. And because of our different stati when it comes to relative income, I've only got a dime with me. I think you had a quarter. And uh, the ratio is pretty accurate. Yeah, says Mr. I have all my turtle turtle psychology fortune. <laughs> I am not falling for it, okay? What? Uh, actually, every time after I flip a quarter, I destroy the quarter to, you know, maintain the integrity of the process. <laughs> so it actually costs me 25 cents a podcast. And it's a federal crime to destroy a coin. So I break the law to maintain the integrity of this podcast. In 19- Unless you're listening with the Secret Service, in which case I did not destroy U.S. currency. That is a lie. Well, and but they I can... totally did destroy it. They can look totally for... Did. For James Breakwell, all they want, but he's on the lam from his kids right now. So you think he's in Indiana. Forget that. I told you I'm in the studios. Can't you see me sitting here? That's Well, I don't want to say where you are. I'm just saying you're not at your house right now. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm definitely not in the studio sitting next to you. Definitely <laughs> not right here. Wherever I am, don't look here. <laughs> all right. I'm going to flip. So I am flipping to choose your side, and you tell me uh, heads is which, dogs heads or cats? Heads dogs, and tails or cats. All right. This, and uh, I want to reassure the listeners, this is real. This is not predetermined, and I am about to flip a dime, which is not easy to do. It's like doing psychology with a turtle or mouth-to-mouth resuscitation with a goldfish. 
glad you remember all the great things you've done. This is this is good. I'm uh, flipping. You're still talking. Remember the concise part of the intro. It is heads. Heads it is. Eisenhower is looking at me. All right. I, I get to have the winning argument once a day. Again, this is reassuring. First, <laughs> before before I humiliate you and crush your will to live, as per our custom, I must say one nice thing about you. Oh. And even though you left me hanging in the studio for an hour, I do have one nice thing to say. And that <laughs> I almost nice did a thing, spit take right there. All right. <laughs> that nice thing is that you loaned me $20 and said I don't have to pay you back. Now, you didn't say it with words, but you said it with your eyes. I, I would just like you to wait. confirm for the listeners now in a legally binding way that I, you, Steve Olivas, do not expect me to pay you back these $20. Please, oh generous I, sir. I hear all the words you're saying, but they don't make sense in that order. <laughs> Oh, I'm building you up here. I'm giving you the chance of generosity. Just say it. Just say this $20 is mine. This is like when my wife said I do with her eyes, but not with her words. <laughs> You're leaving me hanging here, man. You right. be in the studio for an hour. Come on. An hour? I, I can't help it that you adjust your watch to some crazy time zone that has nothing to do with geography. You're in the middle I of the country, man. America. We are in the middle of the country here, and you still have Mickey Mouse pointing at the wrong number. This is ridiculous. All right. Well, All you know right. what? You're not getting the $20 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I might so as well have set that thing on fire you. when I handed it to you, but all right. <laughs> so, all right. So, heads, you win. Uh, dogs. And you, because wait, wait, I... Wait, 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 wait. You didn't say one nice thing about me. I... You know how this works. What's going on with you today? <laughs> I introduced you with the word... Cons- all right. J- I have to say something nice? You have to say something. Those are the rules. All right. Those uh, are the rules. James Breakwell is a guy who... Who once dreamt of having a popular podcast and only fell one co-host short of that life dream? I I did, and I'm still one co-host short of that life dream. <laughs> Someday! I don't want to say which co-host, but I'm just saying, that's how it worked out. Oh... Someday I'll find my co-host, and life will be complete. And he will give me $20 and not expect to pay it back, and he will show up on time. That's all I'm saying. Funny thing is, is you asked for ten. That is the generosity that I am demonstrating here. You just don't understand numbers. <laughs> turtle psychology is good with your head. All right, we we've burned six minutes of these good people's time here. This one's not going to stay in fifteen minutes, man. Just accept it. And let it go. It's a lost cause. Well, I'm curious how you're going to justify dogs. Dogs are pretty much the greatest animal ever. I mean, they co-evolved with us. We were out there in nature as caveman, just killing everything, eating everything. Is this good to eat? Yes, it's good to eat. There wasn't an animal alive we didn't slay. And all of a sudden, there were dogs, wolves, predators. And we're like, hey, rather than eating food, we're going to hang out together. Let's be buddies. Even though we are biologically compelled to kill everything, this animal was so awesome. We're like, you know what? Let's team up. And they teamed up. And together, we have gone. And we took this. We evolved wolves, and we just shaped them into anything. We shaped a wolf into a pug. We shaped a wolf into a chihuahua. We shaped a wolf into a Great Dane. It is the closest animal you will ever get to a Transformer. And you know what? A chihuahua can have a baby with a Great Dane. How is that not the most amazing animal ever? I think the chihuahua would explode, wouldn't it? No, it's just, this is science, Steve. I'm sorry I'm <laughs> dropping facts on you, but this is just uh, how it hold is. Hold on. i got to search for that YouTube video online here. All right. 
Wow, a great Dane. It's out there. All right. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead, and before I completely destroy you, I'm going to give you a chance to make one point. Go ahead and be I, Listen, I got three words for you. Poop in box. That's all I got to say about cats. With dogs, if you have said Great Dane, that Great Dane is dropping landmines all over your backyard that you're either going to pay someone to come in with a front-end loader and get rid of, or you're going to end up throwing a Frisbee into at some point. That Great Dane is putting... You want to talk about shaping a Chihuahua out of a wolf, you're going to get a slab of poop to be able to carve a Chihuahua out of, because when a Great Dane poops, it doesn't just poop a Chihuahua, it's going to poop a beagle. Like, that thing is is a mastodon in your backyard that's going to fill your yard with poop. A cat? Nice little litter box. It goes in there, it shuts the door, it puts on a little Adele in the background, maybe some scented candles around, and it leaves its poop, and then it buries its poop. That is the beauty of cats. They are dignified animals with a certain level of self-respect that dogs do not have. Cats also low-maintenance. A cat will walk off with a newspaper and a set of earbuds, and you won't see that cat for six days. Cats take care of themselves. You can go on vacation. You can move. And two years later, come back to an abandoned house and still see the cat sitting there with its beats on by Dr. Dre. And the last thing that I love about cats is they mirror, and you should appreciate this one, James Breakwell, that cats have a certain disdain for people. And uh, nobody is more worthy of disdain than people. And so cats play out our point of you to a T. That is my argument. I don't know how you can possibly come back from that one. Well, first of all, you made my point for me. Dogs poop (laughs) outside. Outside. (laughs) This wonderful animal of yours, this cat, leaves the poop in your house in a box. Where's your poop box? Do I have poop sitting in a room of my house? No, I don't, because I have a dog and it poops outside like a sanitary animal. Second of all, why would I pay to buy and support and raise an animal that hates me and gives me nothing in return? Like, once upon a time, yeah, maybe maybe cats ate mice and, like, stop plague from happening. Okay. But you know what? We don't have plague anymore. I don't, I don't need plague protection. What I need is a companion who enjoys my company. If I wanted somebody who hated me all the time, I'd go hang out with my wife, okay? I don't need a cat this is not a you're the one that brought scurvy into the conversation a week ago and so you are always just on that razor's edge between health and some kind of unusual disease that hasn't been around since the dark ages so for you cats are important you don't need like an infection of scurvy you just have to stop eating fruit to, to get it there's no there's no like disease lurking in the background like you would have to try even you as clumsy as you are would have to try really hard to get the plague today (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying you can't do it. If anybody can do it, it's you. I'm saying that cat's not. It's not going to save you. The CDC has you on a watch list. <laughs> the uh, also dogs they live to serve. They are overjoyed to see you. They would die for you, even though you don't deserve it. They they just live to serve because they think you're the greatest person in the world by default. You can go to the store and you can buy a best friend. Even if you're an awful person, like there's no personality <laughs> test. You buy this and they love you. It's kind of like getting a kid. They don't know any better. They just think you're great. So so why would you trade in that for a cat that doesn't interact with you, that just stays away from you, hoops in a box? I mean, well, who wants that? The cats are monsters. Just accept it. <laughs> 
A cat, even though you're saying that a dog is going to provide some kind of best friend, and I think you mentioned protection, I, there are dogs that would get their ass kicked by a chipmunk, and I own one of them. So a cat is a cat is a cat. That's the beauty of cats. With dogs, you're rolling the dice. You're spinning the great wheel to figure out what kind of dog you're going to get, and cats are as stable across the board as you can imagine. Cats are always going to keep vermin out of your house. Cats are always going to be self-sufficient. And cats are always going to be somewhere in a weight range, maybe between 9 and 11 pounds, right in there. You don't have giant gangly cats that are going to drool all over your children and all over your furniture. I don't know if you saw the movie Turner and Hooch. It probably came around before you were born, James Breakwell. But Turner and Hooch was about this giant slobbering mastiff that Tom Hanks had, and it was just a... It was awful. I can't imagine a drooling, pooping, and if you think dogs always poop outside, you've obviously never owned a dog. You get a Great Dane to poop in your house, you got to set that house on fire because there ain't no coming back from that. Okay, so you're, you're so wrong on so many points, I don't even know where to start. First of all, I have seen Turner and Hooch. Everyone in this lifetime has seen Turner and Hooch. That dog is a national hero. His name is in the title. And if you watch that movie and you don't cry when that dog dies, every movie with a dog in it, the dog dies. Why? I don't know. When that dog dies, if you don't cry, you don't have a soul. So you will take that back, Steve Olivas. I don't have and a soul. I don't know how you, how you could watch a movie about this great hero dog and, th- and what you take away from that is, I don't want to own a dog. Like... That's the most wrong thing I've ever heard. Second, you're okay. I'll give you one thing. You're right. Cats are Thank consistent. You. They are consistently useless. Oh. <laughs> Every time you get a cat, you know 100% that took a turn. with absolute right. certainty, I have gotten a useless animal. <laughs> and there's just no coming back from that. With a dog, yeah, your dog might be useless, but it might not be useless. There is a chance it will be useful. And most of that tra- depends on you training it because you can train a dog. You can't train a cat beyond not pooping in the box. And cats are dumb. They are, they are just so dumb. Uh, and this has been proven by science. Their brains are less wrinkly than dogs. They, they just, less like, Hold on. Let yes, me write that the, down. Less. The knowledge is in there. You, you write down facts. Knowledge like, is in the wrinkles. All right. All right. So I remember um, when I had uh, fewer kids, I had one or two, maybe one. <laughs> I was out at my aunt and uncle's farm, and I was changing the baby, and the baby was crying. And all of a sudden, I got hit in the side. It felt like somebody threw a thorn bush at me. I looked down to see what happened. I was bleeding. And a cat had sprung up and attacked me. Because this cat was so stupid, it couldn't distinguish between a baby cry and a kitten cry. And its solution was to attack a man who outweighed it by 170 pounds. Like, it thought it was going to win this fight. This is how think. I just want to point out, how many times on the news do you hear about a cat killing a kid? And how many times do you hear about dogs just thrashing a kid? Dogs are the epitome of evil. That uh, Satan doesn't have a lap cat. Satan has a lap dog. Let's, let's compare the numbers. Lives saved from dogs versus lives lost to dogs. Because you know what? It's to get the same thing with people. Sometimes people kill people. Sometimes people save people's lives. And there's a lot more life savers out there than there are murderers. I mean, you don't have police cats. You don't have military <laughs> cats. You don't have seeing eye cats. You don't have, you know, medical cats. You just, you don't have any of those things. Dogs serve a utilitarian purpose. I mean, they freaking helped us herd animals at one point in time. Like, our very survival is owed to dogs. We use them to pull sleds, to keep our animals safe, to keep us safe while we slept in caves. And what? cats... 
cats are like, oh, I guess you can eat mice. Okay. And to be honest, I think dogs would probably do that, too, if they felt like it. If cats weren't down there being selfish and eating all the mice. If you want to go anthropological, zoological with your argument, I just say, let's look at the top of the food chain for both of them. You got a timber wolf on the dog side, and you have the mighty lion on the cat side. If you get a wolf tangling with a lion, who's going to come out on the losing end of that battle? Yeah, but what happens to lions? They're always on the verge of extinction, like, oh, these big, bad, scary animals. And what happened to them? They're all dying to us, weak little humans. These big cats are all talking, no game. I mean, they're lions, like, they, the lions ate, like, there was one trainload of people in the 1800s, and they ate, like, four or five people. <laughs> we still talk about it today, like, it's the highest accomplishment of lions ever. Lions? I've seen, I've seen the nature documentaries. 90% of the time, the antelope outsmarts the lion. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing going for them. They're useless. But there's no outsmarting a timber wolf. There was a – I have a friend from Alaska. Well, friends are probably a loose term. Nobody likes me. But I, I have an acquaintance <laughs> in Alaska. And, like, she had a chance to apply for a teaching position in Alaska. And it opened up because the previous occupant of that teaching position yeah. was eaten by wolves. Wow. Like, wolves are still a threat. Like, this is a serious thing. Like, I've never heard of anybody being eaten by, like, a cougar or something. It doesn't happen. But wolves are a threat. You've but never – at the same time. The wolves we've domesticated are teammates, and they save lives all the time. We've got this things, these things with awesome wolf power and wolf brains, but working for us. How awesome is that? Uh, well, I've got to give you the last word on this one, Mr. Unicorn, because we are out of time. We are 16 and a half minutes in, and we got to let these listeners get on with their lives and go buy a cat. Oh, you, you've learned, someday you'll actually listen to the words that come out of my mouth. I think there's something wrong with your headset. <laughs> that's okay. We'll fix it for next time. Until next time. Hey, any idea what we're going to talk about next time? None whatsoever. That's the way it rolls, baby. All right. Until next time, from Journey 2 Studios in lovely, humid Nashville, Tennessee, this is Steve Olivas and James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying, follow us on Twitter. Breakwell is at at Exploding Unicorn with no E, just the letter Exploding Unicorn. And I am at at Steve Olivas. And you can sound that out because Mr. Breakwell doesn't like when I spell my name. Until next time, Steve Olivas for James Breakwell saying, take care and thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.